Hey everyone, welcome to the MTG Painful Truths Podcast, episode number 49. I'm your host, Brett Wagner, and joining me as always is Cole Kirkman. Cole, how have you been? I have been good. We've had some very big things happen recently. Um, we used to call Justin, like, Mr. Top 8, our local guy, but lately that's been me, and we'll we'll talk <laughs> about that. I know we haven't talked about that since I've been on, or since I've been on, since we've had an episode. Right. But yeah, we... We've uh, I've been RCQ grinding my ass off and have topped eight what five times in the past like two weeks doing like different RCQs. Yeah, your last or last time because you didn't do one last weekend, but like your last five ish. Yeah, yeah, you're top eighting them, which is cool. But it's 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 like I'm tired of edging is where I'm at. Right. So this week, Cole, we're going to talk. So there, obviously, you know, there's BNR. So we're going to go over what we think uh, the those were those formats affect in modern and pioneer, not popper. Uh, how we think they're honestly effective. that one fucked me up. I didn't even see it. <laughs> like I sent the picture in the chat to all the guys. Like here's the BNR, right? And then I saw on Twitter, um, what the fuck's his name? I'm forgetting. He, uh, I don't remember. He'll come to me at some point. And he yeah. like was like, oh yeah, we banned Monastery Swiss beer because of this reason, and I was like, in what? <laughs> and then I saw it was popper. I was like, oh, I was like, uh, okay, right. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll touch on the formats. Uh, if you wanted to, if you haven't read it for or the the article out, so it'll be in the show notes. The article of the ban restriction, the full article, and what the cards were banned. I'm sure everyone listening is aware of them, so we don't have to go in detail for that. Uh, so after Pine, after we talk about that, we're going to talk about uh, Atlanta. This is the last show, probably, that I don't think we're doing another show until after Atlanta. So I'm going to talk about the, my final stance on what I want to do, even with the and with the Pioneer changes, like how that changes my deck building. Yeah. And uh, then finally, we're going to go over creativity again. That's kind of that's been the deck that that falls fall on its face in top eight that you've been piloting a lot. Um, but I, what we still have liked every list that we've had, and uh, we have a updated list that we're going to talk about as well. Yep. So, Cole, uh, modern. What uh, I guess I'll lead with you. What happened? Or what do you think, or I should say, what do you think will happen? Well, so we had two cards banned. The Lord came down. He banned the shit out of beans and then somehow grief got banned too. I don't really care about that one, but he no, banned Fury, the, Fury, our Fury, yeah, yeah, Fury. He banned the shit out of the card I hated the most, which was beans. Um, to be fair, I don't like Fury. If you know me personally, my stance on Fury has always been the same. It is gate kept a lot of decks, which will lead me into this. I think actually the format's going to get really wild. There are obviously going to still be big dogs in the format. Like I think Yogg is still really good. Um, Murktide stays being strong. Um, Scales, all these other decks. Like creativity, I think gets better too. Even though we did lose a free matchup. Like as somebody that has been playing the deck probably religiously for the past like weekends, like I played against Scam like three times out of like the thirty matches I played, and yeah, I two owed them all the time. But I didn't feel like I was like unfavored against all these other decks, besides Beans, which is why I think Beans. Thank God it's gone. So, and we it, so it, tired of it. And we were like a lot of our deck building was all right. What do we fucking do about this? Like, when it came to creativity, I own yeah. so many fucking cards 
that now are not great to, <laughs> to beat up on beans. Like, I got Elish Nord and all this other shit, which is fine. Like, to me, the big thing, the big band is uh, Fury. Like, yeah, to me, I hate beans. I hated it. When you sit across beans, it's not, it is just not enjoyable. When your opponent's like, oh, cascaded to a bean. Cool. Uh, you know, play another bean. All right, cool. I'm going to time warp and then I'm going to draw two cards. It's like, oh, Oh, fuck, okay. We're done. We're yeah, done. it's like cool. Like I guess I just didn't get to play Magic. Um, and that, like as a Pokemon player, I love drawing cards. That's like my favorite fucking thing ever. Uh, as a Magic player, when your opponent gets to do zero mana things and draw three cards, that sucks. So I'm glad that's gone. But really, the thing that opens up the format is Fury, just not existing anymore. Because now decks like Humans and other Aethervile decks do get to come back into the format, which is going to be very nice to see. I'm super stoked. Like, I am so excited to see what's going to happen with the format. Now, there is a chance that I say all this and nothing happens. Like, there is a chance I preach this into the air. Murktide takes over the format again like it used to. And Yogg and Scales and all these other decks that already existed. Tron, Living End, Rhinos, just these things just, just don't change. And, right, and that, might, that might happen. Like, that, that has happened before with bands where they're like, all right, we're going to ban this thing. Because, like, scam, obviously, they're they're probably, if you want to scam people, you're probably just going to go back to black-white um, and do the Stoneforge thing with Ephemerate and other things. Which then, in my opinion, if you want to do that, just go play the Gorio's Vengeance deck that exists in the format. It's not really good at doing that, and it's a combo deck. Like, your Gorio's Vengeance and Attraxa and Ephemerate, it's pretty fucking cool. Um, Like, they're, like, like, those exist. So... I think the modern bands are healthy overall. I am going to say the same thing I've said every time with these is that I wish there was an unban just, just to do it. Like there's a plenty of things that can be unbanned. I know, um, in, I didn't watch the interview thing, but I heard people talk about it or the thing before the BNR where they announced the BNR, you know, they'd ask about the announcement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. How wizards does things right. uh, where they were doing a Q and a, and somebody asked them to do what they did to pioneer to modern. And within like a millisecond, they were like, no. So I, I am a little saddened by that. Cause uh, I, I know I'm not alone. And like, I was listening, I'll throw them out there. I don't listen to a lot of magic podcasts ever besides our own. Cause I'm, um, uh, egotistical asshole. Not really. I just like listening to like realizing to our stuff. Um, but like I was listening to the Grindcast, and he had the same idea that I did. Like we had the, it was very funny to listen to him talk because he was like, "Yeah, I wanted him to do the the unban everything approach and just let the let the format go wild for a minute." I'm still on that. I will always be on that because that'd be cool. They're not gonna do it. I I probably would have taken a bet against that anyways every time because Wizards is just never gonna do that. But. I'm so worried that the format will become stagnant again, like how it kind of was with scam legal. Like, so I'm just curious, but I'm hoping this is my hope that because fury is gone, these Aetherfile decks and other kindred, you know, like things matter decks can come back and exist. And I know people are talking about, Oh, but Yogg exists. And Yogg is also kind of a gatekeeper of that because Yogmoth is a fucked up magic card. But Yogg doesn't get to do that for free. Like, to the extent of that Fury did. Like, Fury could just be like, oh man, you started with two mana dorks, we'll pitch cast a Fury anyways and just send you back to the Stone Age. Like, like Yogg, you have to have ammo. Like, you have to have things to do Yogg things 
and have to have Yogg. And Yogg is not the right ammo too. Like yeah, and Yogg is not zero mana. And it, it was like, all right, well, how often do I want to get rid of things to do things? I will say though, I do think Cauldron needs to be on watch. I will probably hold my ground on that because Cauldron does just like things do egregious things, uh, like Yogg and uh, Scales. But honestly, just looking at the format now, I think it's it's going to be wonderful. Hopefully, like I said, there is just a huge chance I speak this into the air. And it just doesn't matter. <laughs> like, what? oh, what's up? Yeah. So one thing, and listening, because I checked out their um, the, their full BNR um, video, and it, it was awesome. I could not be tempted to take to watch that, but go ahead. No, 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 that's fine. But I it it reminds me of a Marvel Snap article uh, that happened. We're going pro. Yeah, yeah. By right. the way, uh, yeah, right. Uh, bring back American Chavez. No. Um, on God, yeah, please. The they talk in an article. They talked about like fun, like where the it's like all right, Cole. We're playing, and for those who I'll try to, I know we're not don't have snap listeners, but we're playing. I, I let's say I'm way behind, and it's clear. And Cole, you're gonna snap, which basically is like a raise in poker, where you you say instead of this game having the stakes of one to two cubes at the end of it. I'm going to say I want it to go up to four at the end, of, like two immediately, and then up to four uh, at the conclusion. And likewise, if I snap, it'll go to four and then up to eight at the conclusion. So it's like, you know, we I can bet, like that's kind of the betting. It's like you get one bet and it's called snapping, kind of the name of the game. Uh, so in certain spots where it's like I'm way behind and Cole, you're way ahead and Cole, you're like, okay, I think I'm going to go ahead and snap just to, See if they have like my like Cole. You're snapping because you think you're gonna win. I have the I always have the option to retreat and say no thanks. I'll just lose my cube and leave. And what it says instead of like defeat or you suck or get fucked or anything, it says escaped, which is another like that sounds like a word that's like oh I got out of it. Like that's not me losing. That's not defeat. So they there is that element of like. They talked about that in the, as far as like fun. So Cole, you had in that scenario, you had fun because you you kind of beat the shit out of, out of me. Um, you snapped and like it was kind of a non game. But for me, the loser, it's like oh, got away with it. I escaped and I'll only lose. Like in that case, I would also single cube or something like that. So like that, their tone was kind of very much like that, where the the bands were not. Because like, it's scam. They it wasn't like there were decks that could beat it, and even beans. I they were beatable decks, but it was just kind of more of a play. Like to me, it's like a play experience slash fun kind of thing. That that was the problem because people were saying it's not fun to get like double thossies for a single mana and deal with the four three with when they ripped out two of my cards and beans. It's not fun when they just zero mana draw three repeatedly like those are not fun uh sitting across from that and model green devotion like you have to like it had bad matchups but if they if you know if the snowball's going and you know they're just like are playing their big creatures they have cura they just draw a card they just kind of keep going they have karn they just find the silver bullet that's perfect for this scenario or that that fucks you the hardest and they have 15 choices like that's not fun and like that's like that kind of tone and was better than like well play like win rates whatever or this deck beats us so we think it's healthy they're like no the fun's not there let's do this to increase the fun 
or what they viewed would, would increase the fun. I think that's what was I liked because they will sometimes let stuff sit because win rate. And this was like, no, the fun could be increased by doing this. So that's why I liked about it. No, yeah, I, I like that too. I like that approach. I know a lot of people, like you just said, get really upset by that approach. I think it's fine. Like, if the format is unfun, people are not going to play it. Like, that is the thing. Like, they and, do that and, with and, inverter. Would, would they set the, you know, the, their argument was win rate's not there. And they just like left it at that and left inverter. It was it not a fun format. It almost killed the format. Yeah. All, right. Yeah. The challenges weren't firing. The best players played, the best players could play it optimally and really well and would win. Like, P. Ingram probably bought his house from, from <laughs> just playing these pie. I don't talk to Pete Ingram anymore. He, he, uh, I worked on his podcast many moons ago and, um, but he, he just kept crushing those events because they kept saying inverter is fine. But yeah, it's clearly not fine. I think here, like, these were A plus bands. Like, yeah, no, I, I agree infinitely. Like, I like them a lot. And I think another thing too, and I'm, I'm not, you know, saying it's the reason why. But it's kind of the same way as, like, why Standard is not as popular is, like, there's a lot of things that add to it, but Standard is just not fun for a lot of people. Like, it's just not a fun format because the power level is crazy and stuff like that. And I think Wizards is realizing, like, like what not fun formats are doing. Cause, because back in the day, they used to just be like, all right, whatever, you'll get over it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of how they were until something just became worse. Because, you know, we didn't have Arena and stuff like that. And, like, if you were going to play Magic, you, you kind of just had to suck it up and play whatever. Like, KCI was really good for a long time and stuff like that. And now, though, people are just, like, ready to put their foot down on, like, all right, this shit's not fun. I'm not doing it. Which is great. <laughs> hey. I, I will never argue against that. I think people should stand up for that. Like, if the format is not fun, do, do not invest into it. Like, I get it. Like, and I dreaded Modern for a long time after MH2 came out. And I played Yogg through it. And Yogg was, like, the last fun thing I enjoyed in that format. And then the format just got more and more, like, five-color Yorian and other shit. And I just was so burnt out. I was like, dude, no. I was like, I cannot anymore. I was like, this is not fun when your opponent just plays an Omnath and draws, like, 45 cards. And then, like, I went to Pioneer, and I enjoyed Pioneer. Now, I will say, Green was always like the bane of my existence i started on grease fang and then went to phoenix and i hated green like green was the one deck in the format that just felt in lotus i always put lotus out there but i'll exclude it for now um, thank you i appreciate that yeah, <laughs> uh, that it just felt like you could do all of these things right and then they just play a storm of the festival and you lose like that was like the most annoying thing about green was like you could do everything possibly right and in the end it just would not matter. Yeah. And and it might not have been the best deck, but like it just just that alone. For a lot of decks too, like imagine you like love Grease Fang and you want to play Grease Fang and then your opponent plays a turn three card and you're like, oh I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah. all right. And this was before we got the bitter triumph card or whatever that just came out. Right, like, like yeah. you were just like I play, and you can ask Brent and a lot of people. Like our buddy Alec was also a Grease Fang guy. Like we, it just sucked. You were like, all right, hopefully I don't hit green today. Like if I hit <laughs> anything that's not that, I'm good. And then your opponent's like, oh, turn three card, and you're like, oh well, I don't have anything in the main for this. Hopefully I could beat it up before it matters. Right. Or find my sky. Like I had to play like two sky sovereigns in the main for the longest time just to fight Karn. Yeah. 
And then, and sometimes it didn't even matter because they could just uptick. They're like, all right, bring them to six. Uh, oftentimes, you should just uptick as a card player. Just like, all right, your your bolt on a on the artifact doesn't matter or whatever. Yeah. Like you don't always need your sideboard. And I know in their thing they talked about like having fifth having a card that can get fifteen other cards is is kind of busted. Uh, yeah, it's pretty busted. Yeah. <laughs> which which Brent and I always come back to this. It, it happens a lot. Where we talk about, I don't remember if you remember who said it, but they they said that um, the best Planeswalker ever printed was actually Card the Great Creator because he's fifteen other cards. <laughs> I don't remember who said that. Yeah, but you that for some reason that just always stuck with me. I think it's, it's, it's Spike, right. Spike, it, Spike might have said that. Honestly, that sounds like something he would say. And I, I agree. Like yeah. Karn being fifteen other cards at your disposal is just so good and with a static that just sometimes just nail bites your opponent like sucks like it it, it happens um but that's enough with the modern bands we got some pioneer bands to talk about which we kind of mentioned uh brent i'll let you take it yeah so uh obviously car the great creator out and geological appraiser i don't have the article in front of me so shame yeah on geological me. appraiser okay yeah that's the four mana it's the bloodbraid elf minus the haste uh yeah really crappy annoying deck stupid it won't be missed um it was cool like I it was really it, cool it was watching cool. it do the thing was kind of cool uh, you know it's funny uh we i guess i could uh i guess i'm not, not gonna announce the segue but i'm gonna do it uh <laughs> i was almost thought i thought my the deck i wanted to play for atlanta would have been very good against that deck and it happened and so I, I almost wanted it for my for my own sake to have that to play against that deck because I thought I would, I would crush it honestly well yeah so like if I was going to Atlanta I would have played Phoenix regardless of that and Phoenix had a good matchup against it anyways yeah right you just but, like hold up shock and, and w- during the the discover like alright kill it and you're fine and just move on with your life they also did unban the copter the smuggler's copter um Oh, Before we get, I into should have that, mentioned that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Before we get into that, though, to to go about geological appraiser because we're not going to talk about it much because it's it's one of the fastest bands they've ever done too for something, which is good. I I am always going to appreciate that if it's something that like is just not healthy. Um, the cool thing is there is still a discover combo deck. It is Quintorius, which I think is fine. Like I yeah. think I think leaving that to exist because it wasn't as good it wasn't fast obviously but like it's still a combo deck it might be good like there's a chance that Quatorius combo is good or whatnot because you could play like this five color slower deck with leyline binding and shit and then just be like oopsie like hit a combo like with this good planeswalker that also makes a 3-2 on the plus like that happens um so I am happy about that but they did unban copter which to me kind of felt like the stoneforge unban from years ago where every human ever got so excited yes um, there there are so many people i talk to that are just all giddy about their their card that they wanted to play since kaladesh standard finally existing in a world where it doesn't suck was that the most re- no i'm sorry pre pre i was like is that the most recent unbanned in, in all all formats but we have a pre day i think we also had a oath of nessa being unbanned uh, pre- yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember oath, but yeah, Preordain was the most recent. Wait, that was pretty pretty recent, also. Um, was it what? Wait, didn't they ban something with that or no? No, that was it. It was just like, hey, you get Preordain, right? 
yeah, it's they, been a minute since that PNR because Rear Dane was just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> like, Rear Dane's good for the format. Like, it, it helped Merc Tide and stuff, but it just every time I look at it, it's like, eh. Like, yeah, it's it's kind of funny. It's like, well, is it Gift Storm also just like really good that no one has played yet? I don't know. Like, you know, too, you know what? Now that, like, so, okay. So, if you know me, my, my child deck is Ad Nauseum. Um, it, it's Ad Nauseum is weird. So Adnaz is like really dependent on the format that exists at the time. And there is just a like uh like chance that um if the format is how do I say it? Like if the format like stagnates to like creature decks, Adnaz gets to be better again. Uh but Adnaz was okay because like you got to play four leyline of sanctities in your board against Cam. You're like, all right, <laughs> game two or three, Bap. all right, go. Like, <laughs> that's what you got to do. But Prioritane did help Adnaz, like, so, I don't know. Like, and you'd mentioned Gift Storm, and it, like, just shocked me, because I was like, oh, yeah, that that was a deck that probably just could not beat Scam. Like, your opponent right. grief scammed you, and you're like, ah, oh, I'm fucked. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter what I do. Yeah. So now, that that's not really a thing anymore, I mean, who knows, maybe Ephemerate Scam is a thing, but, um, like, you might just be able to storm out again, like you used to. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting take, Brent. I'm really happy you said that. Yeah, good for me. Um, so yeah, going back to uh, so Spuggles Copter's back, and if you listen to like Do Wake on the Dive Down podcast, uh, he's super hyped. He's built like on the stream tons of Spuggles Copter decks, and he's he's he basically said straight up he's playing a Spuggles Copter deck, and we had some locals who that talked about like the the like trying to find the or they were say. I don't. I don't even know how to say it, say it, but basically, like a good fable deck and a good with smuggler's copter might be the way to go. I don't know if that maybe that's completely off base, but I mean, like, it makes sense, right? Like I get what they're talking about that because Connor said something about that too. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking which, Connor. Yeah, which is like it, it makes sense. Like you go turn two copter. Like so, one of my favorite magic content creators is Magic Aids. Um, I know a lot of people find him annoying, but he does build a lot of decks, and he built. Uh, Mardu Greasefang with Copter being unbanned and it is pretty gross to be like turn one dude turn two Copter turn three Fable right like that is that is gross to do yeah so I you know like it, it makes sense I and uh I, I guess like to to go to uh my like I guess we're okay to me for me to go to my stuff yeah no go for it okay so Y'all know, uh, listeners, that I was pretty high on Neoform Atraxa, like, going into what I thought was going to be the Pioneer space and the BNR, like, honestly didn't change that too much for me, where I I, I thought Neoform was in a good position, like, before, you know, last podcast, and that I was, like, just locking it in, because I'm like, I think this is pretty good, I think we could deal with Phoenix, uh, with I was like a little nervous about Mono Green Devotion and just kind of other decks below it. I was like, I think we're okay. And Metrak and the uh, Boros Convoke. I was like, I think we're kind of okay against that too. We had just we could kind of just deal and be okay, just straight up. Uh, BNR happens. Like we don't have to worry about green. So cards like um, oh, and Geological Appraiser. I was like, okay, I think we're actually good against that. And made me think Blue White Control. It was pretty good too. So I was like, okay, now that that's one that I have to worry about. So BNR happens, you know, new format. My my initial thought is like Copter is going to be heavily overplayed. Like it's 
you know, people are excited. It's it, we're there's not a lot of time between this BNR on Monday and the the RC on Saturday in like ten days later or whatever, eleven days later. So there's not a lot of time, and people will probably just say, "What's the best Spotter's Copter deck I could put together and play it a lot?" <laughs> I also immediately thought, um, like, it, I, I did initially think like Lotus Field may be good because Green ate it up, and it has an incredibly good Phoenix matchup. So at first I went there, but then I was like, you know, "There's going to be a lot of aggro decks, and I don't think Lotus Field can it, it just X aggro." kind of just beat up Lotus Field so I kind of was like okay I don't think that deck's I'll, I'll be very nervous to play that deck or I'd want like something weird to help shore it up or something uh, there is shore up I mean it doesn't work for the yeah. you <laughs> I was thinking like the uh, the the white enchantment the, the, the blue white enchantment just like trying to oh, get yeah, that yeah. Yeah, I get you. Like I was honestly like maybe stop something like this. Just take everything off the board. That's really cheap. Like, um, I also yeah because of that I don't know if blue white's that good personally. Going over that, um, and then I was like, okay, so what about just like a like treat deal form as like the like a control ish. Like, like tuned to be more control. So maybe more cheap removal in some capacity to kind of deal with the early onslaught. Because, like, if you fatal push a smuggler's copter that's been crewed, that's pretty decent. Yeah. So, like, if I have maybe not more copies, but uh, more interaction at that point, then that's where I want to be. And, and, and so that's where I'm in, immediately thought I was like, okay, how about more control tuned version of this combo deck? So my current list, it actually it's going to be in the show notes. Uh, the the Atlanta, so my tentative Atlanta list as of this recording, it's there. Um, and it's not it's not finalized or anything like that, but it's it's kind of where my head's at. So basically, by more controlling, that to me apparently just means add one more fatal push to complete the playset, um, and kind of just more cheap um, interaction. Also, uh, go for the throw is now the worst card you could ever play. Uh, which yeah, is you and, the... you and every other human that plays Pioneer said that. Yep. So I switched to Heartless Act. Um, I actually was thinking about a Power Ward Kill because the, you uh, were thinking take... that. I told you that you but well. You... Would you take that from me? Okay, well, why why would I play that over Heartless Act? What's your what's your take? Um, I mean, because there's there are like, uh, Convoke puts plus one counters on shit. Okay, like that that's really I mean that's like the big one. Like Heartless Act cannot kill a thing that has counters on it. Yes. So, kind of kind of the big one, a matchup where you would probably need that card to exist. Counterpoint to that. Okay, the the big convoked creature, the big guy that is interplayed, does not have that counter. But what about all the other fucking idiots that do? It uh, we're kind of a tr- like well, hopefully we're casting Neoform next turn. <laughs> I mean, not, uh, just real real shit. I, that's all I hope. Um, my my thought was they like they did get that new idiot that like it's a one minute one two. Not not the new Thraven, but it's like a rare for the new set. It's like you could tap stuff to put a counter on something, I think, or something like that. 
Okay. I I, I, I don't know. You, know you you continue talking. I'll find out for you. Okay. Well, You're so helpful. But my, my thought was actually, I was a thing of the ice also. It was like, I think, I don't, maybe, maybe I'm like, I, is it thing of the ice stock or is it kind of Fletcher Shredder? Or what? What are we talking about? What, what, what deck do you think I'm talking about? Phoenix. Yes. I mean, you, you could still power word kill a thing in the ice. No, but could you a heartless act kill a thing in, like, not until it flips? Not till not till. You yeah, can, but you I, can I would help kill it, it first. <laughs> yeah, I got you, buddy. Yeah, uh, to say you can help. No, no, yeah, you you can't. Yeah, no, I, no, I that, that was it. That like that was thinking like maybe power word kill just to get around that. About um, so he's warden of the inner sky, one mana, one two. As long as. He has three or more plus one counters on it. It has flying and vigilance. Tap three untapped artifacts and or creatures you control. You put a plus one counter on him and he's cry one. Okay. That guy. Okay. He, he barely could fly. That's cool. Nice. Also, he could do something like, um, I don't love this card, but like I saw a list recently with collective brutality. Um, so maybe find a s- space for like maybe a singleton copy of that. Just bad removal like admittedly it's not very good but it has as other utility um yeah i don't know um but yeah the list pretty pretty normal like from where i've been previously uh just talking to joseph who i think he might be leading other directions but uh he he played a lot of decks and i really value his opinion he's like really like stubborn denial he was like maybe play the fourth and we both are I don't agree with that, but I th- or I don't necessarily agree with that. But I think, like you know, the obvious answer is we kind of get hit in the crossfires with Phoenix being so perceived to be good. We'll probably have to deal with the rest in peace and stuff like that. So, some answer to that. So I have like three different uh, naturalized effects. Well, two two are Golgari charm, but most of the time it is an enchantment that I'm annoyed with. So kill your rest in peace or your black ley line. Also, Wilt in my current list, just as a... I, this was played before. I'd like the card. It's just a good card. Um, and if it, it's not relevant, you just, it traded in for something else, so I kind of like it. Um, and pretty normal stuff outside of that. But yeah, I'm thinking Power Word Kill. Like, if you refer, if you look at this website, and you're like, well, there's Power Word Kills, I probably because I've updated it since then. Um, and that's kind of it with, with Atlanta. Uh, I just actually think it's pretty well positioned uh still and of course i'm biased but i um i I think it's good i've won a fair bit with it um yeah yeah i got runner up at the hbmo so i think definitely real chance that this could be good and it's like you know it's like what you're saying before you kind of just have to sometimes you just like the road deck is a just a strong choice and I think this deck could be just really strong and really, really good. Uh, I mean, the format's going to be kind of crazy because there are going to be just everybody just just playing Copter. Right. Like, everybody mm-hmm. wants to do it, and there are going to be people that are going to try to find the best list for it. And, I mean, sometimes you just show up and turn fucking three tracks in, and they're like, oh, <laughs> right, that, you, you can do that. That is a legal thing. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I have to think about it more. Like maybe mystical disputes are stupid because there won't be a lot of like big mana decks. So I might want to to lean towards more more help or something like that. But yeah, that's that that's where I'm at. Like um, there's still a little bit more to to consider um, in the sideboard. What do I want to tune towards? How much do I care about blue white control? Because that's kind of like 
it that's like pulls me that's completely different like sideboard direction but i don't know but i i'm really looking forward to the atlanta trip it's gonna be a quick quick professional trip uh very very short trip and hopefully it's just remember brett we are sponsored by new horizons and buddy said if somebody wins the pro tour we get a guitar hero arcade machine so i just teach you to, to really like lace that shit in we also get a pair of shoes like nice nikes or some shit that is a, if, if you make the pro tour okay thanks. no pressure oh, no pressure okay you know but when i'm like playing for the winning in for for to be top 32 i'm gonna be thinking about this the guitar hero <laughs> right arcade thing you better goddamn right you will be right yeah I'll be that, that is not just for one person in our party that's for all of us uh yeah, it's weird. I thought I was going for thirty thousand dollars of cash to help pay off the house, but no, uh, you, no. you 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 made a better pitch. I did. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I guess that's it for 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 my stuff. Hopefully, the episode number fifty, which is the next one, will be a celebration podcast. But we'll see. Okay, before you say it, are we are we moving to the next topic? So I got. I'm gonna say something. Uh, now I don't even want to. But yeah, let's next topic. Let's get creative. I'm going to say that every fucking time we talk about it. Okay. Uh, All right. So we're going to talk about creativity a little bit because obviously that's what we've been really working on and stuff. Uh, Yeah, it's always funny to me with this deck, Brent, because I shit talked it a lot. (laughs) For a long time. I fucking hated creativity. In in all formats? Yeah. Primarily a pioneer. I didn't hate it as much in modern. I remember losing to it a couple times with Yogg, but then like I kind of just figured out how to beat it by just it's, beating it's called it. Play, yeah, called playing Yogg. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just I just beat it up. <laughs> like yeah, turn one, oh, Yogg yeah. Wolf. Turn two, uh, Straver Root. Turn three, fucking Grist. Turn four, Yogg. Right. Yeah. Uh, but now though, speaking of that, uh, that matchup feels a lot better. Like with our new list and just in general, because Yogg is way more of a combo deck now. So they need all these pieces to align, and we just get to bully the shit out of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've been working on creativity. We are playing uh, a bunch of lists. I think Brent said that he's going to put the list in the show notes. It is. It, it is already in my sticky note. That's going to go to the presses. So yeah, it is already. We are not there. secretive about it. Brent asked me actually before the cast if I cared about that. I don't like if if you listen to this and you play locally and you're like, all right, what is Cole doing? That's on you. Good job. High five! I'll I'll high five you if you know my seventy five. Um, but yeah, like I don't really care. I I like to do that, and then people give our inputs. But yeah, so we've been working hard on it, and we've been between you know the t- there are two variants of creativity. There are the counterspell one. I mean counterspell the uh, whatever the white spell is reprieve, and the persist one. Like those are where you go. Um, currently we're on reprieve. Uh. Just trying that out. Obviously, we're not going to talk too too long about this because I have two RCQs this weekend. So hopefully, actually, the next episode is a big old high five for both of us. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, that'd be pretty fucking sick. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk kind of short. Uh, we're not really doing anything special. The format, like we talked about, did change. And the problem with that though is locally, you know, it's near the end of the RCQ season. Like it's so weird that this ban happened now because it's the end of the season, kind of. So a lot of people already have their invites and don't give a shit. Now it's just like, who was playing scam and didn't get their invite, and are now like, 
shit, I have to build something else or play my Tron deck that sat in my closet. Right. Like, that's where we're at. So now the problem, though, with creativity is creativity is kind of a reactive deck on the format. Like, it's not like Adnaz is kind of thing where you can show up with Adnaz and be like, or actually, better example, Dredge. Like, it's not like Dredge, where you can just be like, I'm going to show up to this tournament and I'm just not going to give a shit. Like, good luck everyone else in this room. Like, kind of like Titan. Same thing. Right. Where it's like, here we go. And we talked about this actually a lot before. The other version of creativity, which is the persist one, is closer to that style where it's like, I'm just going to show up in the room and you got to deal with me. Like, sucks to suck. Mm-hmm. Like, here's <laughs> here's my dick. I'm going. Like, that. that's what the other version is like. Right. The reprieve version, though, that we're on right now is not like that. It's very dependent on, like, all right, I have to play smart. I have to do things correctly in the right order. I have to, like, know my targets, my lines. I have to do everything right. Not saying the other one's not like that, but the other one has just a lot of things where you're like, all right, I'm in a non-interactive matchup anyways. Turn two, bit a reunion. Turn three, persist it. Turn four, you're dead. Actually, you're probably dead the same turn I just brought it back into play. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, so that's kind of the thing. And we've been discussing a lot. We do like our reprieve version a lot. Um, I am not opposed to the persist version. I think it's good. Like, I like just just scamming your opponent in this format like playing a gimmick and the gimmick working really well is good like just being like all right i have uh, what did we say 10 yeah 10 different archons in my deck good luck like figuring it out Mm -hmm. like i will put them into play somehow and there were times because the first version i played of creativity was persist that was the one that brett gave me and there were times that i did just persist an archon out not on turn two like i never got that or yeah turn three really but like I would be like, all right, play an Archon, they kill it, and then I'm like, oh, cool, Persist. The problem I had with the Persist version is cards just died a lot. Like, Persist is a really bad card 90% of the time. If It's the best card, and then it's like 10% of the time, it's the worst card 90% of the time. So, like, that always sucked, because when I was playing the Persist version, that would happen. I would draw a Persist, but just not an Archon, and I'd be like, oh, like, I do want the Archons in the deck, but in this instance, I want one in my hand. This sucks. <laughs> like, it, right. it happened. But with the Reprieve version, most of your cards are live. Obviously, you don't want to draw an Archon, unless you're me, because for some reason, I draw them like fucking candy, and <laughs> I hardcast them like no other. Literally, everyone locally now knows me as the dude that hardcasts Archon, like, regularly. Like, yeah, I, tap, I have, tap eight lands. Yeah, I, I have done that so many times, listeners. It is honestly astounding. And usually when I do that, I have one probably every game I've done it. I'm like, all right, fuck it, turn eight, Archon. And they're like, oh, you could just do that. And I'm like, yeah, I did. I didn't want to do it, but I did it. Right. And they're like, wow, I didn't see that coming. I was holding up this, like, fucking fluster storm this whole time. I'm like, oh, sick. You're dead. Well, pretty good at discard right now. <laughs> um, And also just being, a, what is it, a 6-6? Six, six? Like, yeah. Just, yeah, just being a 6-6 six, six is, like, pretty rough. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, like, in the matches for Leyline Bindings, a thing, like, you don't want to bind it. <laughs> right. Like, because I also play that card. Yeah. It's like, all right, bind your uh, Archon. It's like, I will I will get it back now. <laughs> and good luck. <laughs> like, figure it out. Um, but yeah, the big card, one of the big cards that we've been, like, really discussing is Teferi. I love Tifuls a lot in the deck. It, there are just so many matchups, locally at least, that he's very important. Um, and he's just also just good. Like, there's a lot of times that you just turn three at Teferi and your opponent's like, shit. And you're like, yeah, 
Like in Geog, you turn three into fairy and they can't deal with it. You just have free reign to just go for whatever you want. Right. And plus, like with we you know, we kind of assume cascade like if I'm right about living in and you're right about Rhino still being good, if we're both right and respectively, Teferi is just a huge good like a really good card. And they lost Fury. So right. they can't get rid of him as easily. Yeah. Um it's funny, so our buddy Drew sent us a list for creativity because he's also been interested in it. And I'm looking at it, and they play Hollowed Moonlight in the sideboard. I can only assume that's for the mirror. Or I guess it's for Living in, too, right? And Rhinos. Yeah, it's for a lot of stuff. Oh, that might be a card we talk about later. Um, yeah, we're yeah we're still talking cards. So Yeah, well, that's the thing, like, what I was getting at with creativity. It's not like Dredge for, like, I can, like, my main board is just never going to change to what I'm doing. Like, Adnos is kind of the same way, too. My main board just doesn't really change. Tron, stuff like that. Like, you're just always doing the same thing. With creativity, though, you just have two versions that are meta calls on the format. Yes. Like, would I rather yeah. be faster or be more reactive? Which is a big debate. And I have two RCQs coming out this movie, Ken, me and John. Um, John is trying Living End Out, but I did show him that Etron is doing well again, so we, we'll see about that. Um, and I bought all the pieces of the Yogg, but I think for Saturday, because it's a two-slaughter with me and John, I think no matter what, I'm going to play creativity again. Which version I play is what me and Brent are discussing a lot lately is like, do I want to show up to the room and declare I'm going to cheese everybody, which is a thing, like just be like, all nope. right, I, I'm here to cheese like everybody in the room. Um, or uh, do I want to show up and be like, I'm a better player than the room? <laughs> Wait, and, and that's not like yep. a big like, oh, cool, you're being a jackass, but it's like that's the other version. That's what the other version is. Is like I have to be better than the room. Like that's what I my deck is built to do. Is like I'm gonna play cantrips or cantrips, quote unquote, reprieves, and other stack interaction things, and just say I'm a better player. I know what I'm gonna go for, and it's gonna work. Right. Versus like like I said, the other one where it's like I'm gonna put it on the stack. Hopefully it fucking works. <laughs> like here we go. Like to me, the first one is is basically just force check the deck to me. Yeah. Like like legacy, it's like I'm gonna put this on the stack, and if you don't respond to it, you you're dead. Like like that that's what it reads to me, and that's fine. And like I I like those decks. Like I said, they they cheese RCQ wins a lot. Like Shiggles was the same way, and so it was like Titan and stuff like that. It's like good like respect it or die. Yeah. Indeed. Um, so I'm curious, and we'll see. Uh. Just what we decide to do. I mean, we have a couple days as of recording. Um, it is what Wednesday. Yeah. So, so as of recording, uh, you know, I have three days or two, two days, two days to kind of figure it out. And I did tell him, Brent, I've talked about it. There is a chance that just like I play Saturday and then just run the same list back Sunday. Like I have topped eight five times with creativity and have just barely touched it. I feel. Which, which I'm yeah. not trying to like humble brag myself, but like it, it like it's a feels good. I like the deck. Funny enough, um, I I do thoroughly enjoy it. I literally went out and bought my own copy. Uh, I still have Brent's copy, but I went and bought my own just to own it because I enjoyed it that much. I was like, all right, I'm thoroughly enjoying this deck. Traded some off shit for it just to get it, and um, I I enjoy it, and I I know it's gonna be at least safe in the format. Like I don't feel like it goes anywhere. Yeah. To me, though, it is a deck that has so many wildly different opinions about it. Like, people either say it sucks right now, like it's the worst fucking thing ever, or it's, like, really good. I mean, 
I was listening, so I want to shout out uh, J.K. Torborg, uh, who I just call J.K. in 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 chats. I was like, I have two Steam bits, and he's like vehemently against it. I can't I can't speak. And if you look at this list, I can almost guarantee we're on one Steam bits and added the Ragoon Triome. That's like a small mana change we made because I was like, we need more white mana. I kind of forced it. I think Cole, uh, you did. I picked up a Ragoon today to do that. Yeah, but it's I kind of stand by it like we don't we don't lose the blue source it's just like we might want to fe- like fetching just gets a little bit harder like because it used to be just like autopilot jet beers into whatever is relevant now kind of thing it gets kind of weird and you have to like kind of plan out future trends a little bit harder i guess but we you know, putting all that aside he like yeah i just want to point out that uh that i'm on one steam fence and it makes it kind or we're on one steam bits it makes me sad but i'm like we have so much so many more white pips in the actual main deck that i kind of like it yeah i agree i mean it makes sense like it, it wasn't something that you said out loud and i'm like you're out of your fucking mind no right yeah and we were always like you know we had two triumphs this whole time it was it was always jet mirrors and xander's with like like the additional steam but chocolate like that it was like this mana base the whole time and um and more, and we, I just like you know you like untapped lands and I do too, so it kind of stinks, but whatever. I think it's okay. We're just like that steam vents in the deck. Like we really just don't want to top. Just we want access to it the whole time. I just felt like on the singleton steam vents, if it's in my hand, it sucks because it's like I don't have access to instant speed blue like that. It, I felt like it came up, and there were plenty of times in like my old list where um, it's like I just desperately need to have. Like, I don't want to just fetch for the steam bits preemptively or fetch shock for something to do, like, you know, whatever. I I wanted to hold up a fetch if I could, and if I don't need a fetch for the steam bits, I want to keep it in the deck so I can access it on a later turn because it came up. It yeah. Like, that, that was it. And you, you were the same way. Like, it, it came for you where you played the first, you fetch shock steam bits so you could spell pierce or something, and you needed the second, um, like, maybe you played Teferi hold, and then hold up fetch lamp for the next steam bits. St- yeah. Stuff like that happens. And that's why that's why we liked the steam bits, but it's like the we'll just have to fetching just gets more difficult because which it maybe, already was with the deck. Like I'm never gonna sugarcoat that. Like fetching was already like that was a learning curve for me. Yes, when I first yeah, it up. it's underrated. Like difficulty with the deck is like sequencing what lands come into play. Yeah, like, like that that took a minute for me yeah. for me to learn. Right. Yeah. It, you you were kind of more dead sound reprieved. I was like, well, why not mana leaks or something else. And because we had you know, we had to hear you before, but that that card is probably just unplayable. Like you, we had it for the bean deck too, just like and I, feel other like I mean, depending on what the format gets, like she might come back just as yeah. like a, a, like a one of again. Like if the format got grindy, she's good. Like she is good in grindy formats, like format of Walker that draws cards and has an ultimate that does just win the game, and then the downtick is something that does something. Right, like all of the both on her mean something in most, actually almost every matchup. <laughs> right. But, like yeah, like I, I, it's just hard to for me to just either cut to fairies down from four or just cut them entirely because it's yeah, like because yeah. locally and like I said, it's different for everywhere. But locally, we're a lot of cascade decks, which is why I like reprieve a lot because dude, reprieving a living end is like the greatest fucking feeling on the planet. Like you just <laughs> like reprieve that that literally does nothing in your hand anymore. It's it's cryptic. Like be- counter target spell draw card. It- Even like with Rhinos, like when Ian and I were playtesting, I did it to his Rhinos. I was like, "Yeah, you put that out. Like you get suspended again." Yeah. <laughs> like go for it. That's four turns. Where right. You can't do anything with it. 
And I think like the white mana kind of works out like, like, you know, cause remand versus reprieve. It's like the reprieve is just strictly better. Um, and the, it kind of works in the mana base a little bit better too. I think. Well, if, if we're right about, uh, kindred decks becoming more of a thing. Yes. Then cavern becomes an actual card again. Right. Yeah. And remand as much as I love remand cause I'm a blue red through the breach player. It does not work <laughs> in a cavern world. No. Right. It's so, too bad a cycle. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Um that's really all I had, honestly. Um I I hopefully next time we record we're both champs. Uh I'll take one of us, honestly. Like either, I will either too. one. Yeah. I'm gonna bust my ass this weekend. I've been doing a lot of homework, talking to Brent almost every day about this. Like we're we're ready to get it. I'm tired of getting these top eights. Uh, I'm I'm ready for this win. Uh, it's sad. Wow. I wish the next season was also modern now that like we're here, but you know, it is what it is. Hopefully though, next season though, we're talking about going to energies. Yeah. I think there's SCG. I think they announced some of their early 2024 stuff. I think, uh, Cincinnati, which I won't, I, I think if I'm right, since yes, January 5th through 7th, Cincinnati, I haven't even looked at this. I'm looking at this. You get a live reaction. I'm, I'm guessing it's modern 20 K. Yeah, that looks like the main event. Yeah, it's a two two day. Yeah, two day modern twenty k in Cincinnati. We can look at stuff like that too. Um, yeah, energy energy is great. I, I, the the one event we did go to that was really really fun. So I would I would actually probably choose NRG over SCG cons. But well, gang, um, listeners, spirit, you know, spirit bomb energy ests. We're both gonna bust our ass, but I, I'm I'm ready to wrap up if you are. Yeah, let's let's wrap it up. Thanks everyone for checking us out, and we'll catch you guys next time. Later. Thank you.